The Bible is filled with stories, Sarah and Abraham and their trust in a promise, Miriam and Moses in celebration after experiencing deliverance from bondage, Naomi and Ruth bound together as deep as family, Jonathan and David and their gift of deep and abiding friendship. Mary and Elizabeth pregnant together, Lazarus, Martha, and Mary who give thanks for the blessings of family, just as our lives are filled with stories. Welcome to Stories of Faith, the devotional edition, with me, your host, Denise Pollock, a diaconal candidate within the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Canada. My pronouns are she, her. I come to you today from the traditional and unceded territory of the Lagwangan people, the Songhees, the Esquimalt, and Wasenic nations, who have lived and cared for this land since time immemorial. As a settler who lives, works, learns, and plays on this land, I endeavor to tread lightly. The reading for today comes from the Gospel of Matthew, one of the biographies of Jesus, chapter 9, verses 9 to 13 and 18 to 26. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And he got up, And he followed him. And as he sat at dinner in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came and were sitting with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to the disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he heard this, he said, Those who are well, have no need of a physician. But those who are sick, go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have come to call not the righteous, but the sinners. While he was saying these things to them, suddenly a leader of the synagogue came in and knelt before him, saying, My daughter has just died. But come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. And Jesus got up and followed him with his disciples. Then suddenly a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for twelve years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak. For she said to herself, If I only touch his cloak, I will be made well. Jesus turned, and seeing her, he said, Take heart, daughter, your faith has made you well. And instantly the woman was made well. When Jesus came to the leader's house and saw the flute players and the crowd making a commotion, he said, Go away, for the girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. 
But when the crowd had been put outside, he went in and took her by the hand, and the girl got up. And the report of this spread throughout the district. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Story upon story, stacked up within just a few verses. Jesus selects a disciple. Jesus heals a paralytic. Jesus brings to life the daughter of one of the leaders from the synagogue. A woman touches the cloak of Jesus, and she is no longer hemorrhaging. After 12 years, Jesus heals the blind. Jesus heals those with demons. Plus, plus, Jesus has a meal with tax collectors, and then the Pharisees begin to wonder about the ways of Jesus. You can get lost in layer upon layer of this reading, of its meaning, of its healing. So let's take a breath. Breathe in. Breathe out. Let's not unpack each verse of this reading. Let's not pull apart each of these stories of healing and figure out how they weave together. Instead, instead, let's look at this differently. As we navigate our way through life, it is inevitable that we will have times when the weariness and the weight of the journey rests upon us heavily. What can be amazing is that we do not even realize how difficult our travels have become. We continue to get up in the morning. We continue to eat. We continue to interact and be in the world. But at the same time that we continue, we also retreat. We say no to going out for tea with a friend because... We don't go to the concert because those practices of self-care, the walks, the journaling, the music making, the friend and family connecting, the meditating, they become less frequent. We draw, we withdraw a little from our life because because the weariness and the weight of the journey rests upon us heavily. And perhaps we have lost some of our hopefulness. And shame and recriminations are not helpful here. Life is an ebb and flow, where our cups are full up, our lives are full up, we are full up. And... There are times when our cups are low, our lives are low, we feel low. 
for being ever effervescent, ever positive, ever optimistic, ever hopeful, is just not possible. But, but just beside us, right next to us, stands God. We can just reach out our hand and touch the cloak, feeling in our heart, confident in our mind, filled with strength, knowing that God is right alongside us. Amen. Can we pray together? Loving God, life can be so full, full of good things, of celebrations, of joy, of hopefulness. Life can also feel overfull, past the brim and overflowing, leaving us trying to catch our breath. Enable us to remember that regardless of where life is for us right now, you are with us, walking alongside. Amen. And now a blessing. And now, go out into the mission world. Uplift the downtrodden. Preserve creation. And be committed to bringing hope to the hopeless in the name of the Creator and Mother of all life. Amen. This has been Stories of Faith, the devotional edition, with me, your host, Denise Pollock. Until next time, keep living your story of faith.